I'm so sorry. Thanks for coming back, everybody. Yeah, we were back from hiatus. Sorry, we're gone. Yeah, so... I'm sorry you had to hear that. Yeah. The first thing you hear for four months. So what we're covering in this episode is good old Tucker Carlson getting fucking let go. <laughs> the cane came in, took him off stage. Yeah, the crook. <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah. He, Honor, honorable mention, Don Lemon as well. Yeah, we uh, talked about... Decade, decade culture, and you know our disagreement on. You're looking very seventies right now, if I may say so. <laughs> like for some reason, like the, the you're like your hair plus like your mustache. It kind of looks like, like oh my god, mut- mutton chops. Jesus I, I don't even know if it's mutton yeah, chops. I know what that it's is. It's pretty distinct. Anyways, that's um, pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So uh, no, it looks good. Thank you. Um, what but else yeah. did we talk about? Maybe then that's it. We'll we'll, we'll you'll see. If we forget it here, you'll see in the episode. So yeah. tune in now. It's kind of a, a mixed bag. Just like your mom. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut that. Cut it. This is not that within the we're gonna lose so many people within the first all right. I, enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We did it. We lost you. We're alive. We found you. <laughs> I'm trying to play this like we lost the audience and they were abducted. We found you. <laughs> we have found ourselves. <laughs> After in the three long months of hiatus, four, we're back. Um, it's been like four months. It's four months. Oh my god! Stopped in January. Well, it wasn't sure. my vote. It was you. Bitch, please. <laughs> no, it was kind of me. But then I think it was also once I decided nah, to come back to it. I was like, then you were like, oh, I'm busy. Yeah. But um. We're back. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be hosting um, <laughs> this man across from me. In, uh, oh, yeah. In my, I made the mistake of listening to um, one of our episodes, not even one of our early episodes, wh- which I guess we're still in the early part of our podcasting career. Yeah, we almost died, guys, but we, we, we we're back. <laughs> what do you mean we almost died? Well, most podcasts only last a few episodes, and then they just die off. Oh, yeah. No, that was never a danger for us. I think there was literally just we got busy. Yeah. But, um, because I don't think I was ever not wanting to do it. I think I was just, like, wanting to, like, reorient how we do it. But whatever. I'm I'm go with the flow right now. Yeah, fuck it. I'm high off of fucking Chinese food we right have- now. <laughs> But uh, I made the mistake. We have of li- like ten viewers. I think that means we're doing a good job. Yeah, this one. Yeah, uh, but I made the mistake of listening to one of my episodes, or our Your? episodes, our episodes. Mm-hmm. Let's not let's not mince words. I'm the talent. <laughs> um, but <laughs> one one of our episodes, and I have to, I want to issue an apology upon oh us coming back. God. I have never. I am so convinced that anything that happens in my head. Is th- is thought out and thorough. It's not. It. I think it's just my ability to word it is not practiced, and so, <laughs> uh, listening back to some of the stuff that I would say, I was like, oh yeah, this is like genuinely thought out and very smart and intelligent, and I just sounded like a complete fucking moron. <laughs> like the episode where I was like, guys. 
the um, the cloud storage, but what if we had all of human knowledge, but in radio wave? <laughs> and the what if we? Uh, I sounded like I, I feel like most people have to be high to say some <laughs> dumb shit like that. But um, yeah, uh, we're back. Um, Gabriel's gonna be saying the dumb episode. shit this time. I'm oh fuck. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, we're back. We're just, I don't know. We have it. We, we, we got some stuff we want to talk about. Uh, but we, uh, we, we unfortunately for you. Yeah. yeah. I was busy with the legislative sessions. So there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Defending our country. I'm saluting State. him right now. Yeah. Protect and serve. Yeah. <laughs> so how you been doing, man? How you been doing in these four months? We both had our birthdays. We're both, both on the ass end of our twenties, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're both no longer youth have i ever told you about my theory on age on the perception of age which is probably not groundbreaking but i mean isn't that isn't there already studies around that no <laughs> <laughs> no what's your theory nicholas that probably has already been studied listen all i'm saying is that if i had been invented like a hundred years if prior, you had been invented yeah if i had been invented a hundred years prior we would have we would have been far further you would have along. done the same things that already happened what shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, my curse is that i'm only able to think of innovations by reinventing innovations that have already already occurred exactly you put me back in the stone age and i'd be like grog the wheel <laughs> behold f- i call it fire and they're like that already exists idiot <laughs> so what's your theory on age oh it's a short one i was just thinking that like the perception of age is not actually like oh like if you're older than someone everybody younger than you you look back and you're like oh you're a baby right and everybody that's older than 30 you're like oh you're old as fuck i think it's more like in the beginning of a decade like 20 to 25 is young but then the ass end of that decade is when you are like oh i'm old but then once you flip over to 30 i think that then you're young again then you're like oh but i'm only 30 30 think about and then you start being like look how long it takes for me to get to 20 to 30 right i'm only 30 right it's just and then once you hit flip over to 35 you're like Oh my god, I'm almost 40. But then you get to 40 and you're like, I'm only 40. That's not even 50. <laughs> and you know, we're going to live till we're 100 probably, hopefully, you know? Oh. So <laughs> I'm not even halfway through my life yet. <laughs> 4 tenths. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Do you do, I guess we'll see if you actually feel that way when you turn 30 cuz I feel like most people who turn 30 are very sad about it. I mean, I, base I mean, my even entire... from, like, people from the fucking 80s, like, what's his face? D- did you ever play the game Sifu? Boom. What? Did you, you never played the game Sifu. No. It came out kind of recently. The mechanic of the game is that you fight through a level, and every time you die, your you your character ages, right, by, like, a decade or so. Jesus. And but and your health pool decreases, but your damage increases. And I always felt that 30 was like the most optimal like playthrough of that game, right? Interesting. In terms of health pool and damage. So that's why I like my 30. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait that's, to turn 30. Yeah. It's a good good way to test it out there. Yeah. <laughs> once you once you turn 30, I think everybody's everybody's expectations for what to do 
you know, to have fun really settles the fuck down. You know, I think everybody's like, oh, you want to go out tonight? You want to go down to, you want to go down to Atlanta? You want to go to the bar? And they're like, no. And I'm like, finally, you guys have matched me, you know? No, I think we still got it, you know? I guess I'll never get it. Anyways. No, I'm just kidding. I under, yeah, I, as you get older for this, like, okay, we can just chill in the apartment. Yeah. I mean, I want to start cooking for y'all. I've been learning how to cook. And the thing I want to make for y'all is this thing called, I saw this called Assassin's Pasta. It's apparently assassin's it's, pasta. It, apparently, it's a little bit spicy, and but it's it's delicious and kind of easy to make. But I feel like it'll be pretty good. Okay, well, that sounds good. Well, um, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, the, I mean, every, uh, going back to the thing, like the thirty. I mean, I guess you're basing it off a video game, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if we turn turn thirty, we're not gonna be very excited. Maybe thirty one, you'll feel better. I guess that, well, I, th- I mean I that makes ca- sense from a number number thing because like usually it's the same with prices. Usually, people think I forgot where I heard this, but it's like if something's like fourteen dollars versus like you know like something like eighteen dollars, like it's, it's feels way more expensive even though it's only like a four dollar difference. Like yeah, because it's like closer to twenty. Like, it feels disproportionately more expensive than it would usually. Yeah. But, I, like... Uh, no, I get that. That's how... It, that's essentially what I'm, like, saying. It's, like, you know... Th- it's all about, like, the reference points that you build into yeah. how you build it. Like, we typically... I think most people view things in decades, right? Right. And, you know, finish lines and... And, and, and I don't know. I don't really give a shit about that point, but that stuff, because, like... It's just such a defeating, defeatist method, like way of looking at life. You know, you have as you have as many opportunities to like do things at any point in your life. It's about how much you keep your health, right, and right. keep up with that kind of stuff, yeah. right. You can hike a mountain in your thirties as well as, as as well as your twenties. Like maybe not as well, purely because you're like still growing in your twenties, but like you can still do it. Right. And you, you're, if you're not an Olympic athlete, I really don't think it matters. Right. <laughs> you know, if, yeah, you're, if you're not or a professional athlete in general. Yeah. Yeah. Just the concept of it's just I don't know. I, I've never been one to be like, oh, I, I can't. I fear like aging. The only thing I fear about aging is like other people aging and changing that I fear. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, like your parents, like my parents, like my siblings, like everybody around me, you know, like I don't want to immediately get into it. But like, you know, the concept of eventually having to put people that I love in the ground, that that makes me afraid. Right. But, you know, th- my own life, like it, it's just about your perception of it. You know, never stop learning. Never stop like considering yourself a a student. Always go out there. Always grind. Always go. Always hunt for the bag and wake up at 4 a.m. and take cold Damn. showers. Nicholas really changed in the last four months. He's out for the. He's going for the bag now. I'm guys. trying to reorient, reorient, reorient myself, remarket myself as a positive, as a financial guru. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like you'd be less funny. Invest in crypto. <laughs> no, I don't even have it in me, folks, to be fake about that. I'm a little bit tired right now. So, but I'm here for you. You know, I mean, the age thing is interesting because there was actually at the graduation, my brother just graduated recently and uh, they had a... What's his name and social security number? 
they had um what was the thing oh so they had like an honorary degree that they were giving to someone oh, and, really? he, and like it was Bitch. A, everybody else had to pay for it <laughs> this guy gets it for free yeah <laughs> no but he was like a 96 year old dude and it was like <laughs> i was like oh my god he, like he looked old yeah. but i thought he was like maybe like in his 80s like late 70s early 80s mm-hmm. but now nah, this man he like spoke he was 96 and he had like a whole speech prepared and i was like god damn those people you can still talk at 96 <laughs> yeah i know that's you awful be- you better believe you can still do a public speech at 96 oh yeah that's insane. my f- my family the well, what are you talking about our family's filled with people like that our our aunts and grandmothers are all like 80 something it's still like whip they're like on it i think yeah they are that's true yeah and that's you not better gonna happen with us <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're all gonna be decrepit at like 50 yeah the the microplastics will will seep into our liver and eventually yeah, there's, corrode a, it. there's that one meme of like um like all my the the lead versus the microplastics or whatever yeah like like <laughs> people chad, the lead. chad microplastics consumer versus virgin lead con- lead paint <laughs> consumer or something like that i actually think i brought that up before Probably. But um, yeah, and you better believe you talked to that guy, and he'd be like, "I smoked Lucky Strikes <laughs> every day since I was at 11. It's <laughs> insane. Yeah, like I don't know, that just they put something in the water back then, dude. Like, I know, they, bro. Wow. I feel like they just were like, I don't know, those nuclear tests. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the. Uh, I hope I end up like that. I'm trying to eat a lot more beans and garbanzo. <laughs> I'm trying to eat like healthier too. I've started like meal prepping. And by meal prepping, I just make a big thing I call the mescla, right? Oh my God. <laughs> and it's you a mixture of black beans, garbanzo beans, beets, and corn. What the fuck? And onions and then turkey meat. Like that sounds like it's going to dis- absolutely obliterate your stomach. Why? It's just beans. beans. You mean in terms of farting? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a very flatulent man. I save it all up for, like, the mornings. <laughs> it's my wake-up alarm. <laughs> okay. Gabriel doesn't like they, Gabriel doesn't like poo-poo humor. <laughs> <laughs> Shut he's the not fuck a, up. He's not a fan. No, you just said that. You've said I that. You, said you, that you don't before, like yes, it. You're I not have. a fan of the, 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 I the mean, fecal I just funnies. Fecal funnies. So. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ! All right, what were you saying? <laughs> uh, I, no, I was just like I've been trying to adopt like a mostly bean diet. I've actually been getting kind of like deep into beans. like the health beans, beans, yeah. nothing but beans, parts like pepper. You talk to a lot of the or there's like blue zones or something like that where people like live to a hundred more frequently, and beans are like a big part of their diet and olives and shit like that. It's like I in mean, Colombians eat a lot of beans. So I yeah. know that's why I'm like. Okay, black beans and garbanzo beans. Like those are the two beans that I actually like to eat. I like red beans and lentejas. You like lentils? Yeah. I, I don't like lentils. lentils. They their taste. Just, I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. Yeah, that's fair. Although I should have. Or actually is it red it. beans or is it kidney beans? No, those are red beans. Kidney beans are different. I, there's a lot of beans. Yeah. I don't know all of them. But um. Yeah, more beans. beans uh, trying to beans. Cu- I cut veg or tried to cut vegetable oil out of my diet. I'm using I'm That's cooking with beef tallow instead. 
beef what Tal- it's just like animal fat oh okay instead of vegetable oil because i i watched some video and i mean i haven't read through the papers that are cited in the video yet um but the video made a pretty compelling case on like the correlation between like the increase of heart disease and type 2 diabetes and even like uh potentially alzheimer's in the united states and the introduction of vegetable oil as a main cooking component really yeah and it's kind of centered around the idea that like uh cooking oil oxygen or oxidizes quickly and so once you have like a lot of like oxidize like uh components in your cells in your body that is using like fast oxidizing um fats or polyunsaturated fats i think it is um though that creates like a oxidizing agent which is toxic to things and it kind of like within your cell can destroy dna and cause aging and cancer as a result and stuff like that what about canola oil (sighs) that's a that's vegetable oil oh yeah so it's like the the like it was uh, corn seed oil, soybean oil, like uh, cotton seed oil, and all this shit came about because, like, in the the early 1900s, like the 1900s, like 1911, I think, um, they were like, we have all these cotton seeds, but what do we do with them? And they're like, make oil with it, and then they started introducing that. And actually, you can imagine how the the video was talking about how like they essentially like bought the American Heart Association studies to prove that it's actually good for you to eat it because you know animal fat's bad. So I don't know. It was pretty compelling. I still need to read. I always try and do the due diligence of like reading the papers itself. I actually read a paper yesterday that was about like <laughs> how uh, cell phones can like negatively affect the fertility of sperm right through like like radiation uh through electromagnetic radiation and radio radiation and there are like the paper uh is was essentially like a uh not a summary but like a cataloging of like lots of different studies that all tried to test the exact same thing and they found that there was there was a negative association right there was a negative like downturn in fertility but it was not significant you know so it doesn't matter yeah but i mean you know (laughs) i still i'm gonna try and do something because like think about it that's that that study those studies are a old and then b I mean, it's not like our phones aren't gonna are not gonna get more powerful in, yeah, in but the waves they're gonna. Fertility has been going down for like decades, way before the phones even started coming becoming a thing. Yeah, I know, but like. So I feel like there's a different factor to that that isn't phones. Maybe it could be I mean, one it, small factor, but I don't think it, it's the main one. It's a study that was taken of multiple studies that all indicated something. Yeah, but it's a negligible. If it's negligible impact, then it's really not that big of a deal. Like I feel Still like if, though, I mean, I, I feel I, like if they were, if they were, if it was, I'm a not cause saying it's cr- the sole cause, right? I'm not saying it's the sole cause, but I'm still saying that, like, you know what? It's probably not a bad health lifestyle to not constantly have your phone on your body, right? Even mental health wise, you know. I guess fair. I mean, I put it on the table a lot, it's right there. Yeah, and let me We're gonna do incorporate a lot more Spanish into this podcast. I think people need to. Viewers need to listen into our Latino roots. They need to listen into our Latino roots. 
Are you? Am I tired or are you tired? <laughs> anyway, um, you can go ahead and speak in Spanish. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I, I'm not going to sound like an idiot in two languages. <laughs> That's fair. You don't need double the idiocy. Yeah, uh, I'm by idiocy. <laughs> yeah, but um, idiocy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. I I just watched that, and uh, also I just. Mean. I'm I'm enjoying cooking a lot more. But about the aging thing is I watched a movie yesterday called Julie and Julia. It's mm-hmm. about Julia Childs and some lady who's cooked through her recipes. Okay. Lovely movie. Oh my god, I want to be Stanley Tucci. Movie. I want to be I want to be Stanley Tucci so Who fucking the fuck bad. Is that? Stanley Tucci, he's just a very like the characters that he plays are usually very like loving and comforting characters but also like somewhat wise. And I just want to be that guy so bad. He's, like, cultured, but, like, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, you have to, like, watch the movie in order to understand. But um. But you're not a very – never mind. I'm not a very what? Nothing. I'm not a what, Gabriel? <laughs> Speak your truth. I wouldn't say you are a loving person. Okay. He's loving to the people that he loves, and I am loving to the people that I love. That's <laughs> – Okay. That's fair. And I'd not and I know I'm not I'm also I'm not that person. I said I want to be that person. Yeah, that's true. So okay. Well get off my ass. <laughs> like I wanna be audience, that audience we should vote on this. We need to have a way for audience there has to be a way we can like allow for like audience feedback or comments. For them to vote on something two no, weeks after we've recorded it? No no no, 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 no not voting, like comments or like reviews. You need to figure that out somehow. I know Apple Podcasts lets you do reviews. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Well, uploading it on YouTube is the closest thing I can think of. Yeah. Well, but the problem is I don't. we do it through a third party, so I don't know if we can use I think it's on Apple Podcasts, but I don't know if we can, like, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. But, um, sorry, to finish up that tangent. point, I watched Julia and Julia, and or Julie and Julia, and Julia Childs. You know who Julia Childs is? Yes very significant but she didn't start like cooking and doing her whole journey into her life until she was like 30 something no oh, wow yeah so like i don't know is yeah cooking is nice i'm looking forward to when you invite us over yeah you keep hyping it up so i'm ready oh, i'm not again i, I, I need don't someone want... who can cook in my life <laughs> yeah i know there's two, well i think that like oh i was talking to uh shelby about this how i think that's how i'm going to interact with you guys when I'm the host of social situations, just cook. Yeah, because like we go over to when we go over to Camilla's, we're like, okay, that Camilla's the host. I'm using air quotes, audience host, right? I'm like, oh, we're gonna go to Atlanta, right? That's the thing we're gonna do. She is kind of the hosting of the w- plans of us going to Atlanta. And then when it's you guys, it's usually chilling in your apartment slash maybe going to a restaurant in, you know, around the area and shit like that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I never really host for reasons. (laughs) Um, But I think eventually when I get my own place, I want to cook for people and that that be my thing that, you know, because I I like the concept of making things for people. Yeah. And and I tried that once. Did it really work out the best? Well, you guys are not cultured. It's fine. (laughs) I was raised around a very good cook, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Wait, no. When did you guys try that? Well, no, it wasn't. It was a Sancocho, remember? 
What do you mean that didn't work? It worked. Per- it worked well. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, well, we didn't cook. <laughs> oh well, then you just didn't do what I said that I wanted to do. What are you saying? We hosted our apartment, but we didn't cook the single. Tree. We were going to, but we didn't have time, so we had someone else do it. But you know, it's fine. Oh, okay. Well, it was still good. It's just that they, they. It was also like people. We, we, they made way too much, and then we had a fucking huge pot of sancocho. Yeah, I don't know what to do with it. It'll be fine when I do it. I'm used to it. My my parents have hosted enough people with. We we've cooked Thanksgiving for the white side of my family like every year, so mm. I'm kind of used to like the yeah. how what it need, what needs to get done. I even started cooking for my parents. Well, yeah, I mean I did it one time, but like <laughs> I cooked for them, and it was really nice. That's good. And it one offered time. me a little bit more control over you know social situations i think because it it offered me something to do besides sit there and act like a like a court jester you know (laughs) where i'm like honk honk here i am (laughs) i'm gonna make jokes about everything you know and be that guy aren't you that isn't that the guy you wanted to you've built your entire persona around that what guy the the the, the, the comedic guy the jokester oh like that archetype yeah, like you've basically I put yourself into I, that position. Here's a shocking thing, Gabriel. I have the capacity to change <laughs> as a human being and want to change. Okay? So you don't want to be that way anymore? No. I don't think it's substantial L- enough for me. Then how is that podcast going to be successful? Well, it doesn't mean I stop being funny. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> wow. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my gosh! I hope everybody grasps what no, he just I'm said just about kidding. me. I'm just Why kidding. are you even on here? I just have you on for jokes. <laughs> yeah. I'm wow. just kidding. I'm really looking forward to your growth, Nicholas. My pearls are clutched. Um, no, uh, yeah, I just I'm talking about how I interact with a social group. I just I want it to be a little bit more substantial than like oh he's really funny right, right. I want to th- you know maybe have people be excited uh, to come over because they're like oh they're gonna have a good meal or a good experience mm-hmm. or something like that because I feel like just how much of our fucking shit nowadays is is going someplace and eating but it's like a restaurant it's not personal you know I feel like it's shit like dinners you know like mm-hmm. I made a dinner for everybody I just we don't at least nobody in our group does it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I just kind of want to contribute in my own way. Right. You guys, we go over there, we entertain your aesthetics and your idea of a house party. Now you should come to mine and experience mine. We're not going to play bachata, which I have nothing against. Right. Or reggaeton. <laughs> you, you singled know? out bachata. <laughs> or, or, or reggaeton. Or we're not going to just pop beers or anything like that. That's fine. I enjoy that. I love coming over and doing that with y'all. We're going to come over. We're going to listen to some jazz, right? I'm going to light some candles, <laughs> you know? I'm going to have a charcuterie what board. It's a fucking date. Nah, yes. <laughs> that sounds cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And you're all, everyone listening in is invited. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't even know where we're going with that. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to growing as a human being. You know who doesn't grow as a human being? Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I saw. I saw. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I. I so. I mean, obviously, he he deserves no praise whatsoever for. 
I don't know. It just I saw one of the things recently with his text that got uh, thrown or exposed uh, because of the whole Dominion case, and like one of his texts was like. Oh, yeah, he didn't want to kill those Antifa people. Yeah, but yeah. then, like, I saw some people reading it. Like, uh, one of the messages that he said was, like, that's not how white men fight. I can't believe. But in the same text bubble, right? So I was thinking, and I hate to say this, I'm actually giving Tucker the benefit of the doubt in this. Like, he's texting, right? I was reading it as, like, when he said that's not how white men fight. I viewed that as like him incorporating yet another example of how appalled he was and how his mindset had been like changing because it just felt weird to be like, that's not how white men fight, but then also be appalled later on in the same text bubble at the Antifa kid getting like kicked in by the mob. You know, it just felt like weirdly contradictory tones. Well, that's because most people are contradictory. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I, it's Look, a possibility. That's all I'm saying. Tucker I'm not, Carlson yeah. is like the perfect epitome of like what I think is wrong with the conservative movement in so many ways is that he does a fit. They all do a fantastic job of being able to figure out that there is an issue and that it prop and they get close to what the problem is, which is elitism. Right. Yeah. And the, the, the wealthy elite, the corporate elite, whatever, controlling all of us and oppressing us. Right. But the problem is, they attach that they then attach it to something that isn't correct. Mm-hmm. I'm not explaining this well at all. No, you're doing a good job. It's it's that is true. That is like, like 90% thing you it, he even does that frequently, but I think like cuz like he he what he does is he's like the wealthy elite and the corporations are all like and the media is like all, you know, corrupt and they're lying to you. But then he says and then Democrats are the ones who are right. like the main ones doing that and the Democrats are the elite, right? When in fact it's ev- it's all of them. There's no two party system here. It's like a one party system. He even did yeah. say that at one point. But it's like I don't think that's they, negligence. He, I, or uh, he, they attribute that to instead of attributing it to capitalism, right? They attribute it to what like stuff like wokeness, for example. Yeah. So they replace the actual problem with a different problem, and then they come up with solu- because of that they come up with solutions that have completely opposite effect of what that problem needs for it to be fixed. So they so like even with the Disney example, like the Ron DeSantis has successfully made most conservatives in Florida hate the Disney Corporation, right? But yeah, instead of like for the actual reasons of them being someone who's putting their boot on the working class and like treating the workers terribly and like you know controlling so much media and prop- pushing propaganda through that, instead it's because oh it's wokeness, right? Yeah. So like they have a general understanding of what somewhat what the problem is, but then they just go on this fucking crazy ass tangent, and then be like it just goes crazy. And, but it's not even incompetence, right? Because I actually heard someone make a case that like when Tucker Carlson does that, because it's it's at, it's like him, it's propaganda, but it's him like basically playing or putting bait down. Like he's said, I remember the clip that in particular that I'm thinking about is. Uh, um, he said something on like a he was getting interviewed by Ben Shapiro or something like that. He's like, when you have a bunch of kids who aren't able to like pay for stuff, like why are you surprised they turn to socialism, right? Why are you surprised they turn to socialism? Right. It makes complete sense. And everybody's like, whoa, Tucker based what? And it's like, I, 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 and that would have even been my reaction most of the time, right? But someone made a point like, look at what he says ninety percent of the time, you know, it's just bait. He is a he is propaganda like that's his bread and butter that's where he makes his money you know so he is going to 
put down some things that applies to, you know, that baits in certain young people that are kind of like playing around with the idea of like, you know, socialism, mostly center people, you know. And then he reels them in with like, you know, this is actually what it's about. This yeah. is actually, you know. And um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But like, yeah, it's just I've they do near miss it. But it's just it's not incompetent. It's not like ignorance. It's 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 intentional. And, you know, but I do think that some of them actually genuinely believe that they're right. Like just how we genuinely believe that it's, the you know, the capitalist system that's oppressing us. Right. They, I think they genuinely believe that what we're saying about the capitalist system being the problem is the bait and switch and that the real problem is the wokeness. I hate the term, like, woke, you know? Yeah. I hate that it's been Or like, liberal ideology or whatever the fuck. No, Replace it like, with whatever. No, like, like, you're right. That is what they say. Like, that is literally their their term for it now is the wokeness. The woke. Yeah. The woke. I just, I hate that fucking, like, word. It's just... I don't know. It just it just makes me cringe whenever it's been like well, used by like conservatives. Because it doesn't mean anything. It means whatever you place whatever meaning you want to that word. It has yeah. actually no real meaning anymore in our society. Yeah, I think a reason why I hate it is just because like it is a way of illustrating how like simplistic your fears are. You know, uh, like when you say "oh, the woke," you're like you're just afraid of everything that you're told to be afraid of yeah you know like you're not actually like smart about anything you know like you just if you use the word woke like in front of me like in a discussion about any sort of thing i know you just (laughs) i know that you have your your fucking information chewed up and spit into your mouth you know like it just i don't know it maybe that's what it is it's just a sig and the reason again maybe the reason it makes me cringe so much is that i used to be that guy you know, like five, six years ago, you know, like who was like spoon fed a lot of stuff and just didn't realize it. And I think maybe that's what it is. So maybe I shouldn't be so critical of these people, but because ultimately they're just victims of circumstance. But um, still, though, it makes me cringe so much and I just can't I want to be like, Ugh. but here's, here's the thing. I don't think I was ever. I don't think I was ever to the point where I was like, oh, these fucking SJWs are ruining no, everything. These, I don't think I was like you ever were, cringeworthy with it. I think I was always just like. You were very like, much a traditional conservative. No. <laughs> okay. I think I was You're more, a libertarian. Yeah. I think Which I, is what I think of. My, the, the, the one flaw in my. What? That's what I think of. What? What I say, because like I think of libertarianism as sort of like the traditional conservatism. Oh no, my dude! Traditional traditional conservatism is like, is like, uh, two thousand two thousand era Republicans, like, you know, uh, small small government. Yeah, libertarian. Anti. No, I think libertarians are like. Sorry, libertarians are not anti-social matters, like, just by nature. Or they're, originally they're, they used to be, but I think, here's the thing. It's like a multi-level thing. In truth, I think if you are a libertarian and you are actually adhering to what the definition is, you are wanting small business, or sorry, small government, pro-business, but you don't care what people do in their lives. You know, yeah. take drugs, whatever. But Republicans want to be cool. 
right? They like the idea of being cool and they like the idea of being counter, counter, counter culture, right? Because, you know, there's so much wokeness now, so I'm going to be <laughs> counterculture by hating shit, right? Yeah. So they co-opt libertarianism because they know the word, they, their dads were Republicans, right? And they don't want to be like their dad. They're, they're this generation's conservatism, the internet conservative, right? So libertarian eventually, I think, got just upgraded to mean you know, conservative, right? Like they say, oh, I'm a libertarian, but then you talk to them about like thousand other social issues that they think are the reason for issues in the world. And they're like, oh, no, 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 that's that's all, that's the reason because all this woke stuff. I'm like, oh, so you're a conservative. You just like to use the terminology of libertarian because you like to think of yourself as a businessman, but what you really do is you're a piece of shit <laughs> you're a piece of shit a hundred percent commission salesperson who probably makes like 50k a year you know and says that he's a businessman because he's you know on a con it's just anyways um <laughs> no when i was i was a, i think i was a libertarian of the pure sort i just the the final barrier for me um in whenever we would have our arguments or our discussions back then was that I still had the illusion that private like private the private sector was the actual will of the people right I had the uh, the illusion that business was individualism you know uh, making its you know uh, impact on the world right. right and not essentially a giant like five different conglomerates <laughs> that that rule Control everything yeah that rule like pseudo kings yeah. you know like that's i didn't have that realization then 2020 i realized like you know where's all this money going <laughs> you know that we're supposed to why am i getting a thousand dollars to live and these companies that you know according to my philosophy at the time which was free market you get hosed you fail fuck you you were not good enough to compete in the jungle my friend mm -hmm. why are all these babies getting fucking you know billions <laughs> bailouts of, on the yeah, out the wazoo yeah bailouts out the wazoo and then it just kind of made me realize that uh you know it, it's almost a more patriotic thing because like you if you were to talk to someone and be like you know They'd be like, oh, you're anti-business? I'm like, no, I believe in this fucking country. I believe in the Constitution, my dude. I believe we the people. I believe in the government being the will of the people, not some fucking – What did, the, did they sign the Constitution and be like, all right, tobacco companies, <laughs> run wild, lumber companies, run wild, cotton companies, run wild with the fucking colonies? No. <laughs> <laughs> so there was some element of like – the government is the representation I mean, of the people. We talked about this before, but they had a they had the corporate death penalty, and they also made corporations renew their thing every like, I forgot it's like every twenty years or some shit like that. Yeah. And like, we used you, to be if, so based. If you caught were caught with fraud, you would be not allowed to be a corporation anymore. Yeah. Like we used to be we, so based. That was, that was that's gonna started. be our that's gonna be our political slogan: Make America based again. Yeah. There you go. Though <laughs> <laughs> no, then again, that's probably just gonna get co-opted by them. Of course. But the um, that's the true. Well, and I think it's also like, um, fuck. What was my point? You said something earlier that made me want think of something else. Ah, uh, I can revisit the points. I was talking about like libertarianism being, you know, eventually the the word, the meaning of the word getting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. swooshed away. Uh, what else did I talk about? Oh, like how I I believe that private enterprise was like the actual. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So like, so 
that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that um there so i was actually listening to this on a podcast so that, like how there's been so much propaganda basically with the central theme that you do not make change through the government you make change through the economy and that's not just conservatives right that's also the neoliberals like the um you know establishment democrats mm-hmm. after the 670s when they all those movements failed in the 60s of trying to make change everyone's like well you can't make change through the government you just have to go through the economy right yeah. and this whole like idea that you have to get wealthy and then you're like hey, then you can make change or you have to just go through businesses and make them more diverse and that's how you make change it's like no all that does is create a worse problem because the problem isn't necessarily the government. The government has a lot of issues, but the the source of the issue is the private marketplace that corrupts the government to make it do its bidding instead of the bidding of the people. Yeah. The only thing that's accountable to the people is the government in our current society. Slightly. <laughs> well, somewhat. In, yes. In our in our current system, the only thing that's at least close to supposed to be representing us is our government because we live in a democratic institution, right? You, th- we don't live in a democratic economy. That's socialism. We don't have a socialist system. Yeah. We have a capitalist system. So I mean, it's we kind of do. I, I, sorry to cut you off, but I, I actually watched a. A video recently about and it's, it was a summarization of a book that I actually want to read, which is called The People's Republic of Walmart. Have you heard of it? No. And it, it's about uh, it's like two very in, in, incredible examples about how, you know, uh, what's the reason like what's the main thing that like compares us to like China? It's like the command economy. Right. Uh, versus our economy. But then you look at how uh, Walmart, which has a larger functioning GDP than a lot of some small countries, how does it run internally a command economy? Yeah, that's literally right? what it is. That's and Sears, Sears tried the inter, like tried to make its in, inner departments like competitive, like, you know, like free marketing within itself. And it went out of business. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like the people don't realize that just like how we had kings and monarchs in the governmental system, we mm-hmm. have the same exact thing. But like the economic system, we have kings and monarchs who go to the top and you have to do everything thing they say. Your boss, they have the final say. You have no say in what happens. You can try to like talk to them, but most whatever they want to do, it doesn't matter what you think they're going to do whatever they want to do that yeah. is a monarch that is a king we live in a dictatorship like economic system and it's the same thing not just within a company but also in the whole overall industries because there's only like like you said we live in an oligopoly so most industries do not even have like competitiveness for that a normal free market would yeah right and a lot of people like to say well that's just not how capitalism is supposed to be but that's just not true. That is literally exactly how capitalism is supposed to be. If you let it run free without any regulation, the end point every yeah. single time will always become a monopoly. Every single time without fail. That yeah. is the point of the system. Capitalism is to collect all the capital. And eventually that will all be collected up at the top and no one else will have anything left. I, so I, that's why you have to regulate it. Because otherwise it's just going to become what we have today which is all these governments controlling, I mean, all these corporations controlling everything and doing everything for the profit motive instead of for actually having good quality products or for consumers or for the people in general. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's actually, that sort of like thinking has kind of like ruined my appreciation of shows. Like there's this, uh, you have, have you heard of Mr. Robot? We've talked about it before. Yeah. 
It's such a good show, dude. You have to watch it. You'd lo- you'd appreciate it because it's not just like tech. It's okay. it's also like a lot about like uh, you know overthrowing the hierarchy and stuff like that, which I guess is inherent to like hacking and stuff like right. that. Right. But um, <laughs> oh, I guess I can't say this if I want you to watch the show. GG. Damn. <laughs> Well, we were kind of like meandering anyways. We were kind of hopping all over the place. Back to Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to talk about. I don't really. Oh, I guess I, I'm just trying to figure out what. Bro, I just watched the. Um, so one of the people I watched, Kyle Kalinske, the Cycler Talked channel. He was I think on. I've heard of him. Yeah, he was um, a guest on a sh- radio show that's like more conservative. Like a, a radio show that's like, like leans more conservative, more like business oriented. Is he guy, is he guy like a brown, very brown yeah. skin dude? Yeah, yeah, I've seen the TikTok clips. Yeah, um, he just made an. I don't know why it came up on my feed because I don't follow him. I just fo- I guess it's cause since I watched his episode from Kyle Kalinsky. Yeah, I will f- he just uh, publicly offered Tucker Carlson a hundred million dollars to join his radio show. Which, first off, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Taco Carson would ask for more than that. But second off... You think so? Well... Like, Stephen Crowder... So there's a big theory actually, that, like, that's a good also, like, 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 50... I think Stephen Crowder got 50 mil offered. And, well, I don't know. He scoffed at it, I guess. Yeah. But, like... I mean, Tucker's going to be fine, dude. He's going to be better than he was. Yeah, he's going to be freer than he was. That's what yeah. I was going to talk about. That. I was like, but uh, he offered $100 million. So I'm wondering what ha- if yeah. that's going to happen. But he made it to the public. So, like, I don't think that's what but it's going to work out. But I, I was watching uh, Hassan, right? And he did make a good point. Like, is it Tucker that actually, like, makes it? Or is it the hour that he's on, right? Because a lot of people watch Fox News, right? And they just do it because that's what they do, right? Bill O'Reilly was like, and I'm just regurgitating what Hassan said, but it it's a valid point. Like Bill O'Reilly hosted that same sort of thing, and like, where's Bill O'Reilly? You know, like is he gone? Is Bill O'Reilly gone because he wasn't savvy enough to like hop onto the internet train enough, or because I think Bill O'Reilly does have something, yeah. like an XM radio station or something. But he's not like that. as big anymore. No, so like is Tucker? I think Tucker may be savvy enough to like latch on to that fucking like podcasting teat and like you Oh know. yeah. I, he Yeah. He's young enough to know where where the internet is. Bill but O'Reilly's is he going to have that same fucking sway, dude? Like I don't think so. I think he's just going to like hop into the, the rotation of like Steven Crowder, Ben Shapiro, like all those like conservative like talking heads. But they have a lot of sway. Not the same sort of sway that I think from what I've been, like, seeing that Tucker had with the actual, like, Republican institution. Like, I think they I think they have that sort of sway in, like, like on social media, on the Internet. But I think still within the, like, institution of the Republican Party, I think T- Tucker Carlson had the fucking, like, he was a part of the... He was one of the heads of the Chimera or of the of the the Hydra, right? He was the head that speaks, you know. He was the speaker of the Republican Party, right? He he guided how the people thought, and that's just because that's Fox News, you know. Mm. Um, I guess that's fair. I mean, I don't know. He seems like such a big name that I feel like he'll be successful in anything he does on the internet because a lot of people are relatively be successful. Savvy on but it. like, will will he get the same sway? Like he's. Like, TV's still a big deal, you know, especially for Fox News, because, like, Fox News... Yeah, I guess for the older audience, you might lose sway, because they won't hear him from, as mu- from him as much anymore. Yeah. That's probably fair. I guess because you have to have control of all the... Like, not just... Because, like, Trump, for example, has, like, both the internet and mainstream media down, right? Yeah. But I guess if you lose one of them, 
then maybe you won't be as successful. Like, yeah, I can see that. I mean, I feel like Tucker's message can definitely appeal to younger people, though, which is why I think he needs he to d- be very Yeah, successful. he does. Like, I mean, I remember some of my, my earlier, like, when I was, like, much younger, you would see some stuff. And he would actually have some – again, it's the same thing. He would have, like, a like a seemingly pretty base take, right, on stuff. And then, like, that's just, like – he's basically, like, self-creating his own pipeline. You right. Know? Then again, a lot of people make fun of him, too, on the internet. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean, I think um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens <laughs> with him. But I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep on r- ripping off of stuff that I've seen, like, like Hazan do. But there was, God, his impression of, like, of Tucker Carlson. What is going on? <laughs> TV, TV show hosts used to have jobs. Now they don't. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it was so fucking so, so, so fucking dumb. Yeah, there's a. It, I remember the same day Don Lemon was fired, but it was so funny because he just got well, so much less attention. Yeah, who gives a shit? Like, who watches? I don't think anybody watches CNN has the same culture, cult of personality as like. I think they maybe had that in the early two thousands, right? With like Wolf Blitzer and all of those. Yeah, it's more like MSNBC that has that with Rachel Maddow. Yeah, I see. I guess I don't even know any of this, but I just feel like CNN has nowhere sa- the near the same sort of like, like disgusting cult of personality as Fox News. But then again, it's just like Fox News is like the one and only. I guess there's Newsmax, but like that Fox News is the OG and has been the OG, and and they're still the biggest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, apparently he got fired because he that that Indian conservative <laughs> I told you about who's running for uh, the Republican primary president um he like what's his name vivek radha sawami i don't fucking know bro sorry he canceled i know anyway um (laughs) but yeah don lemon was interviewing him and he like vivek was like yeah actually uh the nra helped uh the civil rights movement (laughs) (laughs) and don lemon was like what the fuck are you talking about bro (laughs) and like he so he started pushing back on him and then, like, they started saying something to him in the earphone. And so Don Lemon literally is like, I can't talk while you guys are th- talking to me. So he took off his earbud and just started arguing with this dude about how, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, racist Re- as fuck. Respect. <laughs> and respect. And then he's like, no, this is not not even the millions of dollars is worth this. What are you on? <laughs> what the fuck have you been smoking? <laughs> so fucking stupid. I mean... Uh, I mean, I can maybe see what he would be saying by that. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, like the we armed the Black Panthers and something like that." I help, think that's what it black was. people I feel safe or something like that. Like I don't remember what the exact point was, but it was just like well, the it's most obviously horseshit. <laughs> yeah, because then it's you, literally they check, they fact check it. It's objectively false. Yeah, well, it's just like oh, we gave <laughs> this guy a re- revolver and we gave this guy an M16. You know, like. You know, technically we armed them, you know, <laughs> like, no, you can't, it doesn't even matter. It's, yeah, it's yeah, just I think, so Oh, it's something like that, like the Second Amendment. I don't fucking know. It's they just some bullshit. Take, but they, they never account for like. Dude, they, no one cared about the Second Amendment until the 1980s when the NRA started pushing propaganda to everyone. They about some good magazines. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> this is some like, of my favorite before magazines. Before the 1970s, every single Supreme Court decision uh, unanimously ruled that you can't have fucking machine guns and shit. Like, it was very, very much the precedent that 
the Second Amendment had limits, and it wasn't like this free reign bullshit that people say it is now. The only reason we think that way is because of, of the Reagan. NRA's propaganda and Reagan, uh, who's like the source of all terrible things. But um, well, I think every uh, family in America should have a gun. Uh, give it to the babies. <laughs> Yeah. Is that your Reagan impression? Is it good? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't listen to that, man. You don't I, listen to 40 Reagan? 40 years ago. 50 uh, years. Give me 40, more jelly beans. I give the jelly beans to me and give the bullets to the babies. <laughs> that sounds like an AI-generated Reagan voice. No. Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Being that I'm not trained on Reagan, uh, Reagan data bites, thank you. <laughs> No, but um, my, well, I mean, my my impression is not even of Reagan. It's stolen from like a YouTuber that does a good Reagan impression, <laughs> which is funny because a lot of people do that. They actually like they don't do the impression of the character. They do the impression of the character they saw in like Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. Like when I do George yeah. Bush, I don't do George Bush like like sorry george bush senior i guess uh i don't do george bush senior like from watching him and developing it it's like when dana carvey did uh george bush senior on saturday night live Oh, okay but it's just it's iconic anyways let's continue oh yeah i mean we really went on a lot of tangents there but yeah uh gun control seated and we came back we came back like tucker and don lemon and don the lemon himself (laughs) (laughs) well he's gone he is gone. He and he definitely won't have a career after that. Really? But, well, I, d- I didn't look into it that much. Was it like severely racist and severely sexist or misogynistic? Well, no, no, no. I mean, I was just saying, like, he was in the right, but he just got fired because CNN was like, you didn't t- say what we were told. We didn't, you oh, didn't really? Say what we That's were why you got fired? I thought you got fired because of the racist stuff. And, and they're, no, no. they're neoliberal, so they are actually sensitive to that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got fired because he pushed back against the racist or stuff. Or not the racist stuff, the sexist stuff. He said some sexist stuff. He did say some it. sexist stuff, but, like, that happened a long time ago. They so. don't care. I mean, yeah. It's the woke like, liberal media does not care. <laughs> they'll I mean, dredge, up, they'll sure dredge up pictures of you shitting your pants I'm sure there was multiple reasons, but, like, I think that was the straw that broke the camel's back was really? that interview. Because you could see his co-host be, like, basically, like, like what the fuck is happening? Oh, yeah, because after he, like, pushed back and had the debate with him, she was like, well, we were going to ask you about something else. I forgot what she said. But it's like, but I guess we'll just have to wait till next time. And she seemed very angry that he, like, went off script. Maybe it's because he's a a presidential candidate and you're not supposed to fuck with that airtime or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So It's probably that. He's probably fucking with the money somehow. Yeah, I think that's what it was. No, well, it's probably going to be like... Oh, no presidential candidate now or whatever it is. He's going to be like, well, I don't want that to happen to me. What if one of their co-hosts is going to come after me? Like yeah. One of the, yeah. And I don't want to pay for that time now. Yeah. I can see how you'd get fired for that. It's the money. It's all about the money, bro, which is interesting because I really thought Tucker Carlson was making money for Fox News, but apparently he wasn't because he was like, apparently really? like his ad revenue was one of the worst of all the shows in Fox News because advertisers didn't want to advertise on his show because he was too like extreme. Really? Yeah. So he wasn't, and he also had so many lawsuits coming from him specifically that they were like, he's just not worth the money. Yeah, fucking <laughs> nearly $800 million settlement. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah, and there's That's more. Wild. Because one of his former female Get staffers fi- was, su- was trying to sue him. 
I saw some video of him. Some guy like w- some guy was like walking up to Tucker, like videotaping him, like while he was like fly fishing in like some part of New York, I guess. Okay. And I don't know. Maybe I I didn't watch the entire thing, and uh, the guy was. I'll say, like, the guy, like, walking up to him is obviously trying to just bait something, yeah, right? Yeah. And be like, what are you doing here? He's like, do you have a, do you have the permission to do that? And Tucker's like, yeah, I, I got the permission. And it just made me be like, dude, an alternate universe where people just do the fucking thing that we want to do. Like, we don't become TV new. He goes fucking fly fishing. That's what he does. I'm an artist. You are a TV movie producer or some shit like that. I don't know. You know, you're kind of about politics, so I don't know. <laughs> what do you do without this, <laughs> right? What do you mean? You have to have politics. We don't have to have politics. Or you're just a represent. It's just the, it just made me like cry a little bit that like I I could see, and it turned into a kind of a wholesome like interaction where he's like, "Well, this is how I do my bait," you know, and I just do my bait like this, and I'm just like, I know it's like propaganda, maybe I don't know. To like, I'm seeing propaganda everywhere now. Like, yeah. I'm super paranoid, but like. It's just to make him see him seem human in some some capacity, but still, I'm thinking like, this guy, what? Just why do we have to have this life where this guy is, you know, be creating like terrible misinformation? It just makes me weep for the world because we could be beautiful. That's my tagline for like my life right now is <laughs> we could be beautiful. The world could be beautiful. You have a we very just, positive outlook now. It's. It's almost more sorrowful, you know, like of what right, could have been. Positive. I think it's just because I'm, I'm kind of getting into gardening and cooking <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, like I have a plant right now and I'm, I'm getting Oh, I, I started listening to a podcast about beekeeping. Well, I listened to one episode. I listened to 30 minutes of an episode. <laughs> That's purely because I, I'm actually saving it for my car ride to work because I want to actually focus on it. But um, in that first 20 minutes of listening to this guy talk about it, I mean, hopefully he's right. Hopefully he's not spinning bullshit. But, like, so many, like, ideas and my, my preconceptions about bee culture was shattered within 20 minutes. Like, A, like, the queen bee is not actually, like, the head honcho who makes the decisions. Apparently it's, like, it's like a democratic monarchy where, like, the bees are, like, this is what we're doing, Queen. Reproduce now, or we're doing this. We're in food gathering mode, right? And then also the con the conception of like the worker bees being male. They're not. They're like seventy percent female, and apparently there's like a, a small, not small, like a or it may be more than seventy percent, but there's a minority of males that are useless. <laughs> they and when useless, as in they're just for breeding, apparently. What? Yeah, they don't go and collect food. They they can't even feed themselves, right? And once they reproduce, their genitals explode. <laughs> what? Yeah. And what am just, I listening? What? I know, and it's just like, oh my god! So I just like everything that I thought about bees is wrong. Why did we get so much misinformation around that? Uh, probably the same reason why there's like that whole alpha male beta male thing like coming from wolves even though like that study has been disproven that there's no alpha and beta in wolf culture did you know that no i didn't know that. yeah that's apparently horse shit right bro i swear <laughs> all we do is just put our culture and just put it on other animals and it's just completely wrong it, well i think it's more i think it's actually the reverse i think you had studies that were done and just weren't conclusive or good 
in like the, the, the last century. And then Hollywood just like ran with that, you know, and media companies and marketing companies just ran with those studies and it just became embedded in like American culture. Cause like how much of American culture is truly original and not just some regurgitation from the last half of the previous century. Like we're just, I was actually talking to Selby, Shelby about this. We were in Cafe Intermezzo. We uh-huh. were looking at like the architecture of like the, the the pictures they were putting up on the wall of like European, and it's like they just don't make buildings like that anymore. Those are beautiful buildings, right? Like they just don't make them like that anymore. Like why? And I'm just like, please, someone. I'm like, are we really just doomed to be in this cyclical loop, marketing loop of just rehashing the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s of America over and over and over again? Like, is that what we're going to do? <laughs> I don't know, bro. I feel like we're moving on from that shit. What do you mean? I just feel like uh, I'm just witnessing, like, fashion styles and different things like that. I'm just watching, like, rehashes of, like, retro, like, stuff. You know, like, the the prevalence of Stranger Things and the, the whole 80s fad, you know? Like, I'm just watching it, like, cycle through that. Like in, uh, To me, it arch- seems more like we just, we just have – we have a phase where, like – we have the actual decade happen, the culture. And then, like, around 20 years later, when all those people grow up and start to become in the film industry and, like, and, and marketing and all that, they start to bring that nostalgia back. So, like, for example, I think in the next decade, we're going to see a lot more 2000s nostalgia. Yeah, well, I and mean, then, we already see that. Like, and then I, after that, it's going to be 2010 nostalgia, and you just keep doing that. But, like, I don't but think But even 2010 nostalgia, like, what is that? We don't know yet. No, but, like, you can think back about it. Like, what is that? Like, there's not really... Gundam style. But what is that? That's not a culture. That's not a fucking culture. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not good at analyzing what the culture is, but I've actually started to see a little bit of it. Like, this is, like, such a 2010 thing. Dude. It's hard to describe, but, like, I feel like once we see it, we'll know it. We're like, ah, that's what it is. I just... I, I don't even see that as, like, a callback. I see that as a vestige, like, or not even a vestige, like... Maybe a vestige, like a remainder of cult of that culture that but that's is yet what to die is. out. No. Oh no, 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 no. yeah. There's I, a difference between a callback and like someone who just doesn't know that the disco is dead, right? You know, like there's a difference between that. I just don't understand. Like who, who's gonna feel nostalgic about like t- like s- tight skinny jeans and like like buttoning see, there you and are. buttoning you are. your collar up to the, the top thing. See, see, there you are. You, you, that's the culture right there. And I'm promising it's going to come back in 10 to 15, in like But it years. wasn't even, there's, it's, I just, there's as an artist, no, no, no. As an artist, I can feel like, it, it's first of all, I can qualify to call that nostalgic. I was still in my developmental period when going through the early 2010s. Yeah. I don't even remotely have the same sort of sentiment for the early, for the 2010s as I do the, the the 2000s, right? One is distinct in my mind still. I have way more for two, early 2010s than for 2000s. But it doesn't even feel like an actual culture. It just 2010s. feels like it just feels like mass corporate everything. That's like, like every decade. Nah, no, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't fi- no because like 2010 is when we started using data driven like marketing models. I think. Well, we always use data-driven marketing models, but the marketing models were then based off of, like, social media Bro, I'm telling you, in 15 years, we're going to see callbacks to 2010, and we're all going to be like, ah, Probably so, it but it's going to be really hard for me to envision that. Like, I don't know what the fuck you would call back I can't to. envision it either, but I know it's going to happen, 
and I know that there like, is a culture there. It's just we can't see it right now. It's just because so you hard wouldn't to see the, like in 1994, you wouldn't see oh the 80s, right? Because it's like yes, you would. It's the fucking 80s, dude. It only but people the, knew uh, there was the 80s when they were living in uh, the 80s. They were taking uh, so many drugs. They were like, this will never be again. <laughs> no, 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 no. The 80s only became such a iconic and such a f- very particular theme in our heads because of all the media and nostalgic media that came after it. That called back no, to it. No, it did not. What are you talking about, dude? You just... Sorry, man. You have not watched as many movies as I have. <laughs> like, 80s movies, you know you're watching 80s movies. And yeah, it's and it'll be the same with the Because they were trying stuff. We even talked about this before. How, like, me, like Hollywood and movie studios and producers were trying things back then. The 2010s will be, will be 2010s driven was by... 2010s was just a regurgitation no, 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 no. and sequels no, no, of no, no, all no, no, no. of that Dystopian shit. Dystopian movies, Twilight... And like all the fucking end of the world movies because of 2012. That's the two that early. But that's 2010s. not distinct to 2010. Are you kidding me? There's yeah, some. There's been end of the world movies literally since the inception of cinema. No, I know. Okay, that's just a small example, but that's what okay. I'm saying. There's a definitely a dystopian theme movies in that area. Okay, maybe dystopian era stuff. I can, but but even dystopian era stuff is again not distinct to. Yeah, but there wasn't like a, such a huge propagation of it until that point. In time. Like, yes, there was Planet of the Apes, Blade what, Runner. What came, like, did they all came out within three years of each other? What? Yes, no. or no? Planet they came out Apes, within ten years. Blade Runner, Mad Max, like eighties movies dominated dystopian. They created the subgenres yeah, but that the we love today. Yeah, but the dystopian 2010s are very different from the dystopian movies of 80s. Because those aren't dystopian movies. When you're saying dystopian movies, you're saying Hunger Games, and Hunger Games is nothing but a regurgitation of a Japanese film uh, called, like, uh, like Something Fight or something like that. It Battle is Royale. Battle Royale, yes. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's, th- like, I'm telling you, 2010 was Wars the beginning of regurgitation. Star Wars is a regurgitation of a 1930s screenplay that you don't even know about, and I don't know the name of either. And but if you actually same. look it up, it's actually almost extremely similar to that. I know, but it's yeah, not the same. it is the same. It's a regurgitation. There's a difference between no something... No one knew what no, Battle Royale was you're right. until after Hunger Games came out. No, that's not the same thing because there's a difference between something being niche and then entering into the zeitgeist and then exiting the zeitgeist and then being regurgitated by the zeitgeist. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between... Battle Royale was never in the zeitgeist. No one knew what the fuck that movie was until after Hunger Games came out, except for Japanese people. Uh, okay, agreed. I'll give you that one. But still, like, it's just not a novel no, concept. Maze Runner, Hunger Games, uh, what's the D one that starts with the D? Uh, Divergent. All of those were all things that became pop. Ender's Game okay. came out during that time. Like, all of that came out during that little th- five-year period. But all of those period. are just... They're not distinct, though. They weren't iconic. They weren't, like, culture-changing. They were culture-changing for, like, for, like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It just doesn't feel the same way as Harry Potter does, right? It doesn't have the same impact as Star Wars or Star Trek or Lord of the fucking Rings, okay? They're cool, but they're ultimately just amalgamations. Frozen. <laughs> yeah, Frozen. Like, they're ultimately just, like, amalgamations of those I things. I think Frozen had a pretty big impact, whether we like to admit it or not. But It's just Pixar. But that came on the early it's 2010s. Nothing about Frozen distinctly says 2010. That's fair. All what right. I'm talking about is a distinct identity in oh, 2010. And then, and then if you're talking about the late 2010s, well, that's when politics became a shit show, right? 2016 that is, on. 
well, I mean, that would require it to ever quiet down back into the <laughs> back into That's the, the beginning. Yeah, the very calm, like, er, well, not calm. I guess like placid. Uh, you know, dark men in dark rooms of the early, well, of every time, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Like less yeah. of the pop culture, like Donald Trump is running say, from prison. <laughs> <laughs> I would also say that late 2010s, the latter half is the beginning of the animation renaissance again, where we have this resurgence in Western animation becoming really good. Because we have really good video game adaptations. You have Spider-Man, uh, I, Into the Spider-Verse. You we're have just... How to Train Your Dragon. You have um, 2010 for the for me, uh, and, and this may be a hot take, was the death of decade-based I- identity. I feel like everyone, nah, I don't. I think the internet created was at that point it reached, uh, it reached a sort of like, not a peak, but it made a breakthrough in terms of, uh, instead of it being like a thousand, a hundred thousand different forums that are all niche and nobody uses the internet, like Facebook and then Twitter, uh, all towards the end of the, the, like the, yeah, the two thousands created a a space in which people just broke down the barriers of like, it's why anime became popular. It's why all these different things became popular because you could talk about them with people across the world and find out about things and then find out about things from the sixties that you didn't even know about. And that's why like TikTok has created something like that. Now it's created like a massive, like rediscovery culture where i don't think that's true because if you look at the if we're going to look back at the 2020s do you know for a fact that there's going to be a distinct culture because of the pandemic which literally started at 2020 and then that is going to impact their entire rest of the decade like the starting from working from home the whole like the the internet becoming much more big the doordash and all that becoming much bigger at that time period you know all of that there's no way that's not going to basically um create the culture of this entire decade right so i feel like maybe 2010s isn't as much of a standout as like some of the other decades yeah but i still think it's enough to be like like the 1960s you don't really there's not too much to think about but you still think of it as like what are you talking about too much to think about yeah it's a kennedy died we went to the moon no no no, that's what i'm saying (laughs) like there was all the movements like the political movements in the 1960s that's what you think about in the 1960s which isn't as much of a cultural thing but it's still a standout of that era i feel like the 2010s is going to be similar i see it as a cultural because it impacted music punk came out of that and then from punk came like rock and from rock came metal and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah i mean i'm just saying like well not from compared to like the 80s and the 70s before that i guess yeah the rock was in the 50s well, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. You, Rock in the like way if that you compare, thinking, if you not compare, Elvis, but like Iron Maiden, <laughs> which if, I guess is metal. Sorry. If you compare 50s, 70s, and 80s to the 60s, you uh, those other three decades tend to pop out more with like their cultural zeitgeist than the 60s does. But regardless, I mean, it the just, 2010s are probably going to not stand out as much as like the other decades. But it still is. There's still a I cultural. I have to disagree. Thing. Because I know that we and we've talked about this before about like how we literally had the, the recession int- in 2009 and then pandemic 2020. That's like literally sandwiched in that decade. Those in between those two things. There's no way there's not a cultural normity that you can ha- find there. Um, like I the think recession in terms it- of like, I, I just don't see it, man. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. It like whenever I'm watching a movie about like like The Big Short right about 2008 i'm like yeah this is in the 2000s i feel it i don't think that you could show me a movie 
for a show that is like you can like new girl is that way new girl is distinctly 2010 right it's the humor but it's just like how is it also i just i don't know maybe i lack maybe i'm genuinely just not creative when it comes to this and just can't well, see how things are going to progress and change from that yeah it's right? because we grew up in it so it's hard to see it for sure like it's easier to see 2020 because of the pandemic but like yeah 2010s is a little bit more difficult i guess i it just it's also like i don't know it's not distinct because like the inter and we've discussed this before the intervals of of something being popular don't last as long like memes die in a day they used to last for years <laughs> right like the flapper like the era like there's a reason why we define things in decades because like shit used to be popular for decades right like shit dies in half a month now in terms of popularity and things like that then we're back <laughs> so uh everybody vote back at home if you wow. think that 2010s was the death of the decade if no, the decade-based culture interval uh just roll over in your or bed. just like literally ever uh, every other decade it did have a fucking culture anyway um it like did, you know but it just i don't know how to describe politics, it, dude. it dystopian's not distinctive fucking, you think that the 80s uh, and the 90s was not dystopian they had they thought the bombs were going to drop at any moment dog yeah whatever anyway like, it's evident in there the media there is a distinct feel that the 2010s have you can't just it does but it ignore. doesn't it does in the sense that it the existed. resurgence of animation the animation renaissance now we're out. we're we're going to disagree here the animation renaissance was not as re- i don't know i it just doesn't i don't want to tell you man like it just doesn't he's just a hater guys how will you call back (laughs) here's the thing how will you call back to that in years to come like how how will you call back to like vampires wolves twilight no but uh, like how will you what is what how will you call back to like internet hunger games like other than remaking the ip that was made during that time well no it's not remaking the ip it's like there's a culture or not remaking but revisiting tumblr culture for example big like tumblr culture is very much like the epitome of that era right so you just got to bring back that kind of like cringe shit around Twilight and the dystopian movies or like the wolves but that and stuff the never, vampires. But that stuff never went away. Yeah, dude. Tumblr no, isn't even a thing not. anymore. What are you talking about, dude? That stuff still exists. I don't think Not you, really. You, not uh, in the same way. Not in the same way. It does. Uh, okay. Tell me. Give me an example of current. How oh, the way people are about Pedro Pascal. Oh, the way people are about like. That's not That's not how. That's just li- That's just how people they are, are the about same any way male th- celebrity. In general, like yes. Elvis. Yes, I okay, don't think then. that that's distinct to a thing. The no, way no, no, people no, no. are aware about Edward way. Cullen. No, 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 no. There's a distinct way, like the whole fan fiction, like all of that shit is, is very 2010. I'm telling, no, There's a distinct I'm sorry. Culture I'm, okay, around no, it is different. that stuff has not gone away, man. You just don't look at enough internet like I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I my my TikTok feed thinks that I am like the a, 2010s uh, is the first internet-based culture. Uh, no. It was definitely there was internet culture in the early two thousands, dude. It was just very like all over the place. But it was very niche. It wasn't mainstream. Like League of Legends, you know. Okay, yeah. Tumblr again, Twitter. I just don't know how you would revisit that in order to Instagram. Like, signify it again. You know what I'm Even saying? Even Vine, Vine is a perfect encapsulation of two thousand tens. But how do you revisit that and not? How is it not like a? Okay, would you say TikTok and Vine are the same thing? Same feel, same atmosphere. Yeah, this not, but they're very different. Like even though it's the same kind of format, one's just an evolution of the other. 
Yeah, but it feels very different, right? It's like the it's like I don't the know. it's like yeah. I mean, the fucking internet of the two thousands and the internet of two thousand tens is evolution one or the other. That doesn't mean it's not distinct and that it has its own distinct okay, culture. Okay, maybe the death of it for me is that I don't think it can be revisited without it being a ridicule of it. I don't think anybody will like optimistically go back and like be like, oh, those times without it being like a period piece, right? Like they will be like. Oh, remember the iPhone 14? But like, how much different is the iPhone, like whatever it was in the 2012? How much different is it in terms of functionality than it is now? Like, different UI, but it still accomplishes the same thing. We're still using apps. We're still using that. Like, why I'm saying is like it's like the early adoption of all the stuff that we have now. So like the yeah. apps in iPhone 12 in 2012 iPhone that were popular were like the beer drinking one or the flashlight one. Or the or the 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 uh, what's it called the the thing that makes a fire lighter the lighter app you know stuff like that. Well, obviously today I don't it's have a lighter, but I have a match. My butt in your face. Knee slapping. All right, I think we're done here. No. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just don't like. I I see. I'm people, gonna have to ask this to other people. We gotta we gotta we gotta shop this idea here. Well, I I see people like I don't know. I see people on TikTok and uh, which is currently the thing, right? And on Twitter, they revisit the terminology and the sort of the the sort of meme culture that we had in the 2000s, but they're ridiculing it for how simplistic it was, right? Yeah, but it's a different time. But that yeah. we don't do that with the eighties. Like yes, you don't we want, do. Are you kidding me? We, we don't ridicule look, the eighties all the time. We ridicule it, but we also like it is a distinct style of appreciation. People wear eighties culture. We watch Stranger Things. Quentin Tarantino makes a movie. Well, that's about the seventies. But they make he makes a movie about the seventies. Yeah, people and dress I'm like to the 70s. you. People are going to romanticize the two thousand tens in some way. Like what, especially dude? the early two thousand tens. Like what? Like what is distinct like about the that? Music culture. But the, what was the music culture? How it was? It was like the music in that early two thousands is very different from the music in the early two thousand tens. How? Just look at the Black Eyed Peas for a very specific example. The music they made in t- around two thousand nine, two thousand ten is very different from the music they made in two thousand one and two thousand two, right? Yes, I, I believe same thing that, with but Eminem. Like, it is same in the two thousand ten. Same thing with Eminem. Taylor Swift was big. Became bigger during that time, right? Rihanna became big during that time. In the two thousand tens. They made uh, market appealing, uh, computer like algorithmic generated horseshit. And <laughs> I they, like that they music. still make that stuff now. No, they don't. Yeah, it's that, the same dude, stuff. I cannot distinguish it when I, I listen can to defi- it. Unless Are you kidding me? You have true no. creatives. You can look at David Guetta. Um, who else? David Guetta. Um, who was the other one that was popular at the time? Who was like techno? David, get out of my chair whenever the music is playing and leave. You're just a. Grinch, so you don't like music like that. No, Without, I love music like that. Music one of my favorite, one of my favorite time. musicians is Tyler the Creator. Do you, I like him because he takes music from a lot of different eras. Yeah, exactly. You're one of the. He anyway, doesn't uh, have <laughs> fucking computer generated horseshit, and I think that's what happened. We had no, 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 we no. It's, we in we so the eighties is the original. Driven. The eighties is the yeah. It's still distinct though. I'm not whether you it's like think distinct. it's good or not. It's still distinct. The eighties is the first it's time they started using turning computer on the generated sub- noises. Disposal. But 2010s when they started to like make it a little bit better, and then now it's even it's even more perfected, right? But Pro- overproduced is the word you're looking for. Yeah, but that's just that's the distinct style. That's and whether not you like it or not. Style. Like yes, this, it is. It's just it's there's not like a, distinct a very style. very common. Uh, format in a lot of music at that time period where it took a little bit from like house music and EDM music and made beat drops 
but made it poppy, right? You are arguing for AI art at this point. I'm not. I yeah, you are. <laughs> what is this jump? What? Because you are arguing for something that is that is algorithmically generated from a bunch of different pieces of data to create something. How do we get where, to this point? Because that is what you were essentially. That, that I'm not arguing was a precursor that it, for that. I'm not arguing. It is okay. I don't know what to tell I you. I literally dude. said I'm not arguing whether this is good or bad. I'm just saying it's distinct. Uh, I'm not saying if it's good or bad or not. <laughs> you literally are. <laughs> I didn't say it's good or bad. I said it's not distinct. I don't think anybody's going to go back to the 2010s culture other than like other not even like revisiting Vine because like I can't even watch Vine stuff nowadays and it'd be like it's funny because it's not. It's just like novelty of that of that particular format being new for the first time. It started something, but nobody's going to revisit it, cherishing it like they do the early 2000s or the early or the 1990s or the 80s because you had Britney Spears and then you had you had it just there's so much stuff that is cherished from that that we use now. Taylor Swift will be cherished for that for sure. Also, <laughs> but like what is her music, dude? How is that telling? How uh, do, again, I don't listen to that and like think. It. Mm. It doesn't matter if you like it. There's a ton of people. It's not who do. about listen. It's not about liking it. I'm talking about identity. Yeah, there is identity to it. I just don't. I just because you don't see it doesn't. I don't mean know. Most people you're, you're right. You're probably right. And but it's probably hard for me to see it because we are literally only five years from it. Or yeah. More than less slightly. than that. Yeah, slightly less than that. And it's not going to become distinct unless it has something to contrast against. Right. So when we finally reach like the actual cyberpunk Blade Runner world, <laughs> then yes, it will. Then then watching like Nick and Schmidt on New Girl, that will look distinctly different. Like Carly is another example of the 2010s. Uh, and Victoria. You got me there. I will say streaming, you know, I concede. I concede. You're right. Streaming culture and all that kind of stuff. YouTube, that is big. That is, that is. Yeah, that is distinct. There you go. It's internet culture. That's what I'm thinking. That's of. literally what I said like five minutes. No, ago. No, you didn't say that. You didn't say that. I think I said that. If anything, no, no, no. I, I think if anything, I said that. I said it first. Finally, no. found a good example. All right, with that, I think we can end the podcast. Now really? That How much have we recorded? Well, we're like an hour, ten minutes in, fifteen um, minutes. Okay. Or, or what did you want to talk about? Get going. What you got? I mean, I can literally talk forever. I'm I'm an endless fountain of of needless words. There you go. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else? Very lonely. <laughs> uh, we have. We hear the audience. Nicholas needs someone. Uh, find hey. him on. Uh, find him on Tinder. No, at, don't find me on Tinder. That's not, I'm not going to respond. I'm going to say some goofy shit, and then you're going to be like, oh, this guy ain't it. And then, you say goofy shit on here all the time. If they're coming from here, then they'll definitely be fine with that. That's a di- there's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> you know, goofy shit. Like, everybody wants to hear, like, you know, a comedian <laughs> on stage, but nobody – I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. <laughs> you know, everybody wants to hear Pagliacci, but they don't want to – they don't want Pagliacci in the bedroom. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know what's happening anymore. Do you know the story of Pagliacci? No. Oh, it's a, it's kind of like a, it's like a old tale about like, 
what do you do when you are usually i don't actually know what the symbolism of it is but i kind of (laughs) i kind of relate to it and i'll tell you why you'll you'll understand once they tell it but it's like this guy goes into the doctor's office and he's like uh like a psychiatrist's office or something like that he's like i'm just distraught i cry i i'm telling this poorly um i cry and i just feel so sad and i just don't know what to do doctor i'm just i can't go on with life what do i do and he's the doctor's like you know what i'm not gonna write you a prescription but i'm gonna tell you to go see this guy pagliacci i've never i've sent so many people to go like witness his performance uh pagliacci the clown i think um to, to and i've never had someone who isn't cheered up by him right and the guy the guy who came in says but doctor i am pagliacci so you get what i'm saying yeah like what do you do when you're that way right <laughs> what do you do this is why i kind of want to start cooking again it's like what do you do when the being the clown is no longer of substance <laughs> right when when making a joke no longer works as a coping mechanism mm. Um, <laughs> I got deep. I was just trying to <laughs> make an offhanded comment. <laughs> um, we just w- seared deeply into Nicholas's yeah. soul. Our cousin, old B, uh, from up north, told me. No, no, no. no. What? Told you what? Texted me. Okay. Did she listen to our podcast? Wait, really? Yeah. Hey, shout out! Woo. Well, shout out to B up north. You know who you are. <laughs> BD. Yeah, BD. The big BD. The BD and the and the BA. You know Ooh. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the Chainsaw Man episode. I listened. To, that's the one I listened to when she said she was listening to it. Guy, I was out of shape. I was. I could hear myself breathing. <laughs> I was like, and uh, this is how I memorize numbers. <sighs> Uh, one is Wong. No, the breathing problem was such a big issue with some of the editing I was doing. I don't know why you were breathing so hard. Because I was very out of shape. We were sitting down and talking. And I was actually... I don't know what to tell you, dude. I, yeah, he I, ran I, a half marathon, guys. No, I didn't. <laughs> don't lie. Did did we talk about that? Did no, because it happened... Oh, my gosh. How we not cover that? Yeah. Um, I ran so, a half marathon. Uh, yeah, Gabriel... My co-host, my partner in life, ran <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> and Nicholas didn't even come on to cheer us on. Oh, you're so fucking salty about that, dude. You're so salty about that. I drove you there. <laughs> I drove for four hours with my car with no change of, of, of driving. <laughs> I drove you there and back. That is my support of you guys. I know. I'm just kidding. And I didn't Thank even you. participate. We appreciate it. We I didn't even it. participate. I went there pure for a day. It wasn't even like, oh, let's go on vacation. It was a day. That was my support of you guys. It was technically two days, but two days in a place is not a vacation. That is showing up. <laughs> well, we got there Friday night and we left Sunday morning. So Sunday. That's afternoon. one day. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> Didn't even show up. I don't care about that kind of stuff. When have I ever displayed that I give a shit about? Woo! Let's go. When? Never. I'm just kidding. I don't know what triggered you so much. <laughs> because you we guys were like you, actually Nicholas. salty about that. We appreciate you. And I was, uh, <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> Thank you for driving. Okay, you're welcome. I like driving. 
that's how I help. I I enjoy driving like legitimately. Mm. Mm. Um, but um, you got to see a lot of Nicholas today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> me used to got to see, they haven't seen any of me. It's an audio only format. <laughs> you got to see him, his soul. Uh, not really. We just talked about a bunch of war shit. None of it pertained to me. I don't believe right. any of this stuff. <laughs> All of this comes from my short-term memory. It's like... It, also, like, a lot of laws passed in Georgia. They're pretty bad, but we'll talk about them some other time. Okay. Everything that There's I talk about is like when doctors like hit your knee and it like reflexively does something, mm-hmm. it like reflexively kicks out. That's all that's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> it's just reflex. You hear that, guys? He doesn't give a fuck about you. Yeah, it's reflex, retort. It's just everything I've learned from watching like 25 years of TV. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I hope you'll Gabriel's listen to 25. Gabriel's eager to end this. He's tried to wrap this up like four. I'm not, I'm not letting him do it. <laughs> He's wrapped it up like five <laughs> times now. <laughs> I hope y'all listen to 25 years of us. We probably won't be alive. By then, but it's fine. We will be. Unfortunately, God will not let me die. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. Yeah, it was good coming back. Good talking, to y'all. Good seeing the kids. You know. Yeah. Um uh, Hopefully, that guy from. Um, thank you for. Kuwait. Uh, is, is it Kuwait? Kuwait. Kuwait. Nah. Kuwait. Hope you're still out there. He's gone. <laughs> He's and, gone, uh, brother. Germany too, shout out. Really? Yeah. We have a person in Germany? Yeah. How do, why do we know this? I have the stats on the thing we use to record to publish. Interesting. So shout out to Germany. Yeah, shout out to listening. Germany. Shout out to B- BD and the BA. <laughs> shout out to, oh, shout out to our loyal listener in Chili's right now, probably. <laughs> or wherever the hell she's working. <laughs> gassing us up yep. the main hey, reason this podcast hey, came back hey <laughs> let's go <laughs> big um, DS <laughs> <laughs> alright hope um, you enjoy that alright alright peace we love you bye 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 <laughs>